0: Hey there, and welcome back to the Book of Baseball. Today's Thursday, August 4th, and today I'll be breaking down all the biggest moves that happened at the trade deadline. Alright, there were a lot of trades this deadline, so I definitely don't think I'll be able to cover all of them, but I'll try and get um, as many as I can. The big, big one, definitely Juan Soto and Josh Bell to the San Diego Padres from the Washington Nationals for a complete haul of prospects, um, two of which have major league experience so far c j Abrams and Mackenzie gore, but this is a this is just crazy um, also the fact that Soto is young enough to be a prospect himself, basically he's only twenty three years old he debuted in the uh, in the MLB when he was 19 i think so that's crazy um one of the high probably the, the highlight of the deal for the nationals was uh, robert hassel getting him from the padres he is a, he's a top prospect um they're their top prospect overall definitely top 100 and he's had a very good year he was in the all uh, all-star futures game And he's super good, as well as a couple of other prospects. Um, Joey Gallo to the Dodgers. This one isn't as notable, but I just found it interesting because uh, Gallo was acquired by the Yankees from the Rangers' last deadline, and he has not been very good for them this season. He has a 39% strikeout rate, which is, you know, for Joey Gallo, that's just part of his – that's just part of his – his game, you know, lots of strikeouts, but lots of home runs, but he hasn't had a lot of home runs either. His slugging is below 400 for the first time ever in his career in a season with at least 250 plate appearances. And the reason that's important is because average slugging is about 400. But if you're hitting 161, like Joey Gallo is, that has to be a much higher number in order for to have a good OPS. And he's just not doing that. So I wonder if the Dodgers can change something in his swing or, uh, do something to make him improve. This is another really interesting trade. I think the Brewers trading away, Josh Hader, um, from opening day through July 3rd, Hader had a 1.05 ERA with a 421 opponent OPS. So, um, OPS is on base percentage plus slugging and average is about 700 to 715 but in his last 10 games as a brewer um, before he was traded to the Padres he uh, from July 4th through 29th he had a 14.04 ERA with um, opponents having a well, 1,326 OPS and that's just unreal for some context Barry Bonds had a 1379 OPS the year he hit 73 home runs albeit one with uh, a lot of steroids but basically it's it's not good if uh your all-star closer is uh is having opponents hit against him like Barry Bonds but we'll see he uh pitched a scoreless ninth inning in his first game's of a Padre a couple days ago so maybe he'll be able to turn things around now some team notes, the Orioles selling. They traded their all-star closer Jorge Lopez to the Twins and Trey Mancini to the Astros. Now this is sad. I was I was definitely rooting for the Orioles to make a push to the playoffs. They were two and a half games outside of the wild card when they made these trades, which is just shocking to me because Jorge Lopez is an all-star this year. Trey Mancini is also really good and that's that's just sad that they're selling. And they, the only big acquisition they made for a major leaguer was Brett Phillips, where he's he's a fun differential guy, but not exactly a run differential guy. Uh, Though one uh, one thing I heard about Trey Mancini was maybe they'll try and re-sign him in the offseason, however, because he's a free agent next offseason. So if they trade him... Get some prospects now, and then just re-sign them in the off-season. That's definitely a possibility. Um, the Twins, as I mentioned, they traded for Jorge Lopez, but they also traded for Tyler Molly from the Reds, which is a good deal. They did have to give up some prospects, the, but no one of uh, note really. And they are really making a push for the playoffs. They're they're leading the NL Central, albeit with not a great record. But hey, they're they're in the lead. Um, whereas I mean the AL Central. But some other AL Central teams, like the Guardians and White Sox, they did not really make any trades. They both basically made zero trades at all, a couple minor ones. But that's just really disappointing to see because these are two teams that are within wild card contention um, and in contention of winning the division, too. They, they should be the biggest buyers at the deadline, but they did nothing, especially the White Sox, who have been. Very disappointing this year. The Mariners are going all out. That's good to see. I'm a Mariners fan. They traded for Luis Castillo, who is uh probably the best pitcher on the trade market that was out there. And they got him. They did have to give up a lot of prospects, though. They traded three of their top five prospects, including uh, their number one prospect, Noel V. Marte, who was top 20 on the MLB.com prospect rankings. And that was sad to see. I liked him. But, you know, they're Jerry DiPoto, the GM, he knows that they're trying to end a 21-year playoff drought, which is a very long time. And so he's definitely doing whatever it takes to get them there. And then the last thing is the Cubs holding on to their uh, biggest two trade chips, Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ. They, uh, they, the Cubs traded Scott Efrost, to the Yankees, but that was kind of... Uh, and David Robertson to the Phillies, but those were kind of the only moves that they made to ship out players to bring in prospects. So interesting that the Cubs are holding on to Hap and Contreras. Another thing I heard about Contreras, similar to Mancini, he's a free agent after this season, so they could potentially try and re-sign him and then trade him, or uh, if he doesn't re-sign with them, then they could get a draft pick as compensation because in the MLB if there's like a t- if there's a top free agent and they don't re-sign with the team they were with previously then that team gets compensation um, for that thank you for listening to today's episode it was written recorded and produced by me Thank you to Baseball Reference and MLB.com for providing resources for this episode. As always, I hope you've enjoyed and I'll see you in the next one.